What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haber Ben Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM. That's right, guy. And MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. And it's brought to you by SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app and use the promo code HAM for $10 off your first purchase. Also, BoxOfAwesome.com, promo code HAM. Now to the segment. What are you doing over there? Skull. 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 Uh, It is pretty cool when they do that and the whole place is doing it. Phenomenal observation by you on the last podcast. Somebody, I don't have it in front of me, tagged us in a tweet. Because our buddy Josh Dubow of the Associated Press tweeted this. You said on the last pod, what is going on? Why do the Raiders look so good on their first drive and then so bad the rest of the game? This was Josh Dubow's tweet. The Raiders' points per drive under John Gruden. So it's not just this year. It's under Gruden. Their first drive, they averaged 2.8 points per drive, which is the fifth best uh, number in the NFL. Because it doesn't sound that high, and then you just relative to the league, that's we're damn good. You're, you're, oh, it's almost scoring, right? It's almost three points a dr- first drive. Yeah. Fifth in the NFL. After their first drive, it's 1.46 points per drive, 27th best in the NFL. So you can't even put best after 27th. It go from fifth to 27th after their first drive. That's pretty alarming, and that's exactly what you are seeing with your eyes, and Josh Dubow put it in the numbers. Feels like a precipitous drop it there, okay? Well, oh, that's a good word. <laughs> it's one of those big vocabulary words. I have like seven of them in the back of my head. I tweeted this yesterday. That's not going to fly. And there are two people responsible for this and that are going to get blamed. The head coach and the quarterback. One thing's pretty clear, guy. The head coach ain't going to blame himself. Because a lot of people are like, clearly they're just not adjusting. They're, they don't know what they're doing calling plays once the game gets going. Well, you think John Gruden believes that? Are you fucking out of your mind? I know what he's going to believe if that number stays the same. Our quarterback can't execute play calls. And doing some digging, texting around, the good example is they get that turnover in the game. And I know Derek bitched and moaned about the P.I. call 
on a fucking play that was irrelevant. It was like less than five minutes left in the game. Derek, whether that's offensive PI or a no call, either way, you threw a pick. Let it go. It's irrelevant. Your problem should be with when you go Peyton Manning on the one-yard line, you throw a pick in the end zone. Terrell Williams doesn't have the sign. Well, if you're going to run that play, you 100% have to know he has the sign. Otherwise, you throw the pick, you're the quarterback, that's on you. Because Gruden would say, well, I called a power run play. So, Derek, you created that pick, right? Worst case scenario, we get stuffed, we have another down. I didn't throw the, I didn't call a fade. You called the fade at the line of scrimmage. And if you're going to change well, the play, you better be right, right? You, not only just better be right, because like, I was right. It was the right mindset because they're going all out blitz. Well, it's not right when your player doesn't know you're doing it. So, I, I just think that, I understand Derek's building this house in Vegas. If this trend continues and they're a nine-point underdog in week three, and you and I, last podcast, went through some of that schedule coming up, it could just be loss, loss, loss. They could even play well in a couple of these games and lose, right? They could have their best game of the season and lose a game to the Bears, you know, or the Vikings. That you're going to start going one and five, one and six, you're two and eight, and you have these type stats... I don't see how Derek's back, man, you know, because how many players can withstand multiple straight seasons as a, as a max quarterback when your team wins four or five games? That just doesn't happen. And here's it. Here's the whole curveball in this whole thing. John Gruden was not around when they signed Derek to this massive contract. He can say all he wants and maybe he likes him, maybe he doesn't, but he did not sign that deal. This is not his problem. And or at least not his problem to like force to make look right. He's proven that he will move on from the best player in the league. That he won't cut this guy. Wait, now, who, who's sorry? Who's the best player in the league? Khalil Mack, one of them. Well, yeah, just had to so no, no, no. Keep one. going. I don't let me stop. Best, the flow. best, best non-quarterback. You could make the argument. Okay. Could you not? Yeah. Yeah, we got to do. When I say best player in the league, not, it's always non-quarterback. Okay, okay. He's right up there. Mahomes is the best player in the league. But when you see a stat like that, and if I just say, hey, guy, not only is it going to continue, by the end of the season, their first drive stays near top five or six in the league, but that second, the rest of the drives, bottom, lower than bottom third, like 28 to 32. What what, what do you think about Derek's long-term viability with John? Not on the team next year. Is John firing himself? No. I don't can think you so, have, John. Can you have and, a 20? Tw- can you have a $25 million quarterback that doesn't produce? No. You're asking good questions. Um, this would be the end of year three for Gruden as well, right? So Gruden's like, I got a 10-year no, this, this, this would year, be end of year, year two. two. Excuse me. He'd be going into year three. He's going, I got a 10-year contract. I got eight years left, so I'm comfortable. But I'm going into Vegas. Time for me to find my new quarterback. We're bad. Perfect. I'm drafting high. I better draft a quarterback. I don't want to draft another defensive lineman. I don't want to draft another safety. I don't want to draft... I want to take a quarterback. This is what I love is finding a young quarterback, except this guy's going to be more talented than Nathan Peterman. So in his mind, if they win five games this year, they're not going to be drafting that high again the next year. That's not what he thinks. He thinks we're going to be good. I'm going to, we're going to get good in this first year in Vegas. You know, I was thinking about- in, in, in defense of Derek, last year they traded Amari midseason. Their wide receiver room is an abomination embarrassment. Their only credible offensive player was really Jared Cook, who then they don't resign. They're like, okay, they get Antonio Brown. He doesn't make it to week one. Who's their second best wide receiver guy? Hunter fucking Renfro? I like Darren Waller. I mean, he was cool in the first game, 
But like I've said from the beginning, it's it's a lot to depend on Darren Waller to be your Travis Kelsey. And Josh Jacobs tweeting yesterday, I'm sick AF, I've lost 10 pounds, he's already banged up with like a quad or a hip or something, and you're just right away. It's not like Derek, I would be more critical of Derek in the sense that, and I'm not, I, I am critical that, like that pick can't happen. I, you, there is zero, it's not on 16 at all, that's on the car. But Derek has not been playing with a weapon, you know, a chest full of weapons. No, look, I, I, the way I was just talking was just kind of this. This is how it's easy for Gruden to think. And I'll add one more piece to it. I, you remember that thing in The Athletic last month that was what it's like to be in Mike Leach's, what it's like to be a quarterback with Mike Leach? And it was just like stories by all these quarterbacks. And Did Bruce Feldman write it? I haven't read it. No, no. It was written by uh, one of the guys up in the Pacific Northwest. Was it like Graham Harrell and Cliff Kingsbury? And no, it's like Jeff Tool. No, it was like Jeff Tool and like all these guys that have played at Washington State, like Luke Falk, the last five, six, seven years. Gotcha. gotcha. Connor Halliday, and one of the things is that one, I don't remember which one. It might Jeff have been Tool. Tool uh, for, Fresno Focus okay. West. Uh, he tells the story of like after maybe his first game, Mike Lee says to him, "Like, how many plays did you change at the line of scrimmage?" And he's like, "I, I don't know, thirty percent." He's like, no, dude, it should be like 70%. Like, you're the guy. Mike Leach's thing is, my play call is a suggestion. You're the guy on the field. Like, once this game starts, you're seeing everything way better than I'm seeing it. Like, you have the power to do something. So my thought would be John Gruden is probably thinking the same thing. Like, yeah, I can script the play before anyone stepped on the field. But after the first drive, I need some help. Now, I don't know if he thinks that, but I could see how a coach would team. But it is a team effort, right? It's you and that guy. Isn't that everything you read and hear about, like, the highest level of the McDaniels and the Bradys and the Rodgers forever with McCarthy, Andy and Alex, now Andy and Mahomes, Peyton and Breeze. It's like, it ain't just one of us. you got to deal with two of us, motherfuckers. And Breeze is working 24-7, and his coach is working 24-7, and they come into the game. There's a reason these guys are so arrogant, right? They're like, well, I, I've spent 80 hours getting ready for this thing, and I, and I got my partner here, the coach, who has spent 100 hours getting ready. Good luck beating us. But it feels kind of like Gruden's like, well, where's my help? Yeah, I don't know what he th- I just I can just see how when you take that stat and say, what does John think about it and what does Derek think about it? I wonder where they would disagree. But as you said, there's only so many places to disagree. But like, hey, Derek, you keep throwing these picks in the second half of these games. Okay? What else can we say? I, I, I've, we're defenders of you historically, but I, I'm getting less and less ammo to defend you. When you do things like that, and then after the game, you're bitching about the, the pick play. Derek, that was like, I don't know how much time. The game was over. It's irrelevant. Why aren't you bitching about the play that when it was 28-10 with five minutes left in the third quarter, and like you and I, I think, disagreed a little bit, but hmm. I'm not saying they were in the game if they score a touchdown there, but if the game goes to 28-17 with five minutes left in the third quarter, you do have a ball game. Yeah, right? look, I disagreed with you. It didn't feel that way to me, but you're right. The simple math is you score a touchdown there. It's still only the third quarter. Kansas City has stopped scoring. What can you not do there? That. Throw a pick in the end zone. Wouldn't you say of every offensive coach that you've ever been around or any press conference you've ever watched or any coach that you've ever heard or player talk about coach, a thing that they'd like... Gruden would rather dive off the Bay Bridge than throw an interception on the one-yard line in the end zone. I mean, could you pull every coach in the country and that would be the number one thing that, that would fucking drive him nuts? Even if we have to just kick a field goal there, you cannot turn the ball over in that situation. Like, that's where I'm... 
I think Kyle overrates turnovers a little bit, like in the middle of the field. I do not disagree in that situation. It is inexcusable. You, wait, wait, it you think Kyle over? Happen. What do you mean, Kyle over? Well, like, makes too big of a deal. Like, he's big on, like, can't turn the ball over. Like, I can uh, live with some turnovers in the middle of the field, like, slinging it. Yeah, if you if you also have the upside of making yeah. plays, yeah. I'm not saying turnovers and picks aren't bad, but if you're throwing four touchdowns and Mahomes throws a pick, like, whatever. Red zone picks, though, are the number one pet peeve of any offensive guy. Especially when you just throw to it. It's one thing of a tips and overthrows or, you know, the or fumble. Th- shit happens. But that pick, now you sound it doesn't like a get any. Coach. It hits the guy in the hands, guy. I mean, Breland was like, is this ball really coming right to me? <laughs> it was crazy. It, yeah. was, it was nuts. It, it, it cannot happen. It was, that ball looked like a weak side rebound off a long three. Like just the, well, the right when out. it went in the air, you're like, I, this, he just threw a pick. Yeah. And the one thing you'd say about Derek over the last several years, is he's had pro- he's up there. I mean, Jameis might be one. He would be near the top of the lead, though, of just like what the fuck picks. J- Jimmy throws his hat in the ring, like, hey, I can do it too. But Derek's had in these games where they're kind of the underdog, but they're kind of playing with them, and they're kind of right there, and they just change the game. They just absolutely change the game. It happened a couple times last year, early in the season, and then the season got away from them, and it just happened against Kansas City. And again, they don't win that game, but I think we think about this game a lot differently in the Raiders. If they score a touchdown there, they hold them, maybe they get another, they lose 28 to 20. And you go, instead well, they, their defense, just how are you supposed to hold up against that team? Instead, they lost 28 to 10, and it was like, that's a joke. <laughs> I look at that game, 28 to 10, and felt like it's the equivalent of a 48 to 7 loss, doesn't it? Don't you? Yeah, because you know what? As much as we say it's Carr, Mahomes, they score, they're great. The fact is, you didn't score against that defense. Like people score against that defense. You didn't like you didn't. Now they stopped scoring, so maybe that's why it looked close. Maybe if you had kept scoring, they'd have kept scoring. They would have weren't scored even moving the ball. Forty-five guy. points, but you didn't score against that defense. Like forget about the point differential. You just didn't score against that defense. And people, I'm score. pretty. I'm pretty sure the way the reason they were at the goal line because Mahomes had fumbled. Remember, like he had he had, they, they had ruled right. the ball was going forward, and it was close. But you can't overturn it. That's. They didn't drive down the field to get there. They got kind of a gift turnover. But, you know, I got you you get turnovers, you got to take advantage of it. You cannot get a turnover in the red zone and then give them back a turnover. That that's when you say that's a double whammy. I I would imagine that sequence is probably deep down when Gruden's in his office is as frustrated and as angry as any that he's had so far in Oakland. Like that's that's unacceptable cuz you go god I mean, we're playing the best team in our division and probably the second best team in the league. And we're we're kind of right in it. We get this, you know, we're not getting totally blown out score-wise, even though they have this historic quarter, which it is a historic. It is pretty nuts that even a week later, he threw four fucking touchdowns in a quarter. That's insane, guy. Like, you throw four touchdowns in a game, like you're a dominant fantasy player. Yeah, it's... You do it in a quarter. It's a 16-touchdown pace, John. What would you say the average... NFL possessions are per quarter per game, probably like a little over three. Three, three, yeah, maybe not it's, quite it's, three and a half. But it's definitely not four. But you're probably getting, are you getting 12 a game? It's a hit or miss, 10 to 12, depending on who you're playing and how the game plays out, right? This is, what would you say the average, how many possessions typically in college? Well, like that's, three or I four know, more. Well, I know like the Michigan State game, I remember talking to the ASU coaches the week before and they were just like, you know, we know like you, 
Or maybe it was you're Sacramento not gonna get State. As, you're not going to get as many possessions. When they played the ASU, game. they were just like, you know, we know we might only get like 10 possessions today. You know? Because you're typically getting out, more but, because the clock stops. But my point is, Her, Herm being an NFL type guy, slow down the game. So. That's a good point, though, on Herm. Like, he is kind of equipped for a 7 3 game. What's what he like wants? David to. Shaw. Well, I, someone explained it to me early, and it makes it's so obvious when you see it. It's like in college, most teams just try to score as much as they can. And then when they can, it throws them off. In, that was Herm's thing, right? In the NFL, it's well, but just like the basic philosophy is we got to go score as many points as we can in college, like the most basic philosophy. And in the NFL, the philosophy is let's keep this game close till the fourth quarter. Let's, get, let's make sure this game's close in the fourth quarter. And then we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. Then it's, and then if we execute right, we've practiced well, yeah. we'll be in position to win the game. And that's Herm's thing. It's like, we just, let's play a game that's close in the fourth quarter. So most people are like Mike Leach. Yeah. And it, for good reason. It works. Yeah, it works. Defenses Chips can't forever. hold up over four quarters. Yeah. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.